Mood Killers. Eddie, you know, I have a new tooth. I'm a proud wow. owner of a brand new tooth. Congratulations. Marconi Baloney. A bridge, essentially, they whittle down two teeth, they put on three crowns, and then the tooth that's in the middle gets held up by the other teeth. Eddie Baroa. It's like holding up a drunk friend at a party. That's exactly what it is. My middle tooth is a drunk friend. Well, you know, this is such a pleasant experience for you that maybe we should pull out another one of your teeth and <laughs> do it all over again. Mood killers. You some content. Daddy made you your favorite open wipe. Here comes the content. It's a beautiful day to stay inside. Mood killers. Mood. Mood killers. That's the name of this. Mood. Mude. M-E-W-D. Mude killers. Mude. Welcome to Mude killers, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Eddie here. That's Marconi. Uh, You'll find him on the very last Celebrity Blue Origin flight in 2035 with Corey Feldman, Tara Reid, and Flo, (laughs) the progressive lady. Oh, my gosh. Here he is. Corey Feldman just keeps going, doesn't he? Like, you'd think he He would. He does. Didn't he just have, he has a new album or something out? It's just even more cringy than the last one. I, I, ah. Uh, yeah, you know, I actually uh, knew a, um, one of my friends. She was invited to play in his band. I think it's Corey Feldman and his Angels or something like that. Oh and she gosh. was invited to be one of the hot angels, and she said it was a bizarre experience. Would you take a job like that, just like big, just to say you did it? Like I played in his band once. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I think I think if I remember the other story, I mean, it was her story. Maybe we can bring her on uh, sometime <laughs> to talk about it, but. She was going to do it, and then she said she got very creeped out and weirded out somehow, like so, sexually um, creeped. Like he was like I, really. I don't. I don't remember exactly what wow. it was, but maybe vibes. I'm not sure, but uh, he is a I creepy would, yeah. dude, man. Yeah, but um, but anyways, we're, yeah. I remember he had that show. Remember he had that sh- that reality show where he was trying to be cool, and then Corey. Haim, it was right before Corey Haim passed away. And Corey Haim, they kind of like made a reunite thing on the show, but then the wife didn't like Corey Haim because he was kind of like a strung out druggy guy. And the wife that he was married to, like, like I don't know who she was, but she was like what would be an influencer now, you know? Like she just yeah. was really annoying. She was pretty, but she was so annoying. And um, to say someone is more annoying than Corey Feldman... <laughs> Is, yeah, that's is a, a special skill yeah. there. But like she banned Corey Haim from coming over. And I'm like, you can't, you shouldn't. And then he died, you know? And so I blame her. No, it was her fault. <laughs> yeah. It was totally her fault. Yeah. That's not a very good uh, move. But and not somebody to uh, admire. But you know who I really admire, Marconi, are mm. uh, inventors. In America, we have had over centuries, uh, over the 12 centuries we've been a country, Yeah, uh, many uh, inventors have brought us various things like the light bulb. The radio. The la- Guglielmo Marconi the um, did right. not technically invent the radio. I know he gets credit for it. I know that there was a court hearing, but my great, 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 great grandfather uh, right. did have... Marconi. He was... Basically, Tesla had the 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 blueprint, and Marconi had his, uh, you know, he could do the wireless, and he had all this stuff, but uh, Tesla knew how to broadcast it. It was a whole thing, 
But oh, Marconi wow. came to Tesla and wanted to do like a, I guess, uh, you know, a collab. And as you know, Tesla wasn't really a businessman and he was kind of crazy. So uh, they, they didn't end up working together, and Marconi just decided he wanted to go forward with it. And he went forward with it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, see, you have, this, you have that claim to fame. You could, by extension, say that you're an inventor. And I was thinking <laughs> that I have not invented anything. So Adobe Radio, I, come on. Um, you, work, you collabed with someone to, to create Adobe Radio. Well, what I, I it's not American enough. What I need is something that I can charge nineteen ninety five for plus shipping and handling on an infomercial. So, <laughs> I wanted to run some ideas oh. uh, by you. You in mean a like tangible, segment. not like something that's in a yes. cloud or I, on yeah, a stream? I, I, I want to invent a piece of crap that people put in the corner, but pay me a lot of money for. Sure. In a, a segment that I call Thomas Edison. Oh. Thomas Edison. Okay. Here Let's we see go. What you're done there run a few of my ideas by you. Okay. You tell me what you think. All right. So this one, I, you know, still is a work in progress. I hate throwing floss in the trash can because it's a long string and it's it, it gets everywhere. Sometimes I miss the trash can with after I use a piece of floss. And plus, you know, so, you think about that floss. When you flush the floss or you throw it away or whatever you do, yeah. it ends up somewhere. It's a, right. it's a form of waxed plastic. Right. And, uh... So, so, yeah, what's, what's your invention? Just, it's a pain. So what about floss that crinkles itself into a small ball after you use it? <laughs> okay. You like that one? What, what, what was that sound? Was, was that the sound <laughs> of invention? That's the sound of uh, invention. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. There it is. I think it just flew by my head. <laughs> Duck. Duck down. No. Watch out. But what if, what about, okay, yeah. can I add to your invention? What about sure. this? Instead of having it crinkled, what if you could clean floss so you could reuse it? I mean, it's your own teeth anyway. I don't know why we don't do that. Why not just rinse it under the the sink water? Well, I mean, you're still gonna you got like stuff on there. You know, you want to. Or like, you you could dip it in your Listerine bottle. <laughs> there you go. Why not? Yeah. And you you just not? have you just have it like you know like <laughs> uh, like maybe like a string. Like it yeah. would just be like uh like uh, like ten of them in a row on a thing, and right. you just dip it into a vat. And then they would yeah. overnight, and then it would clean it, and then you could use, reuse it. Right. I mean, it kind of sounds gross when you think about it, but when yeah. I mean, when you think about like little turtles getting caught up in floss that's on the when washed up on the beach or something. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this that would take care of that problem too. Well, uh, we'll we'll keep working on that one. Yes. Uh, the next uh, invention I had is: Have you ever? accidentally left your kitchen refrigerator door open over like a long holiday weekend and then all of your food is spoiled <laughs> no. when you come back it's from terrifying the Hamptons. because you know i have cats and i always think about if the door pops open and they get in there that could happen too what if the door just pops open oh god well, here, here's my invention it's called cold kitchen so for six hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, my patented design will make your kitchen thirty four degrees when it detects your fridge door is ajar. Uh, do you like this invention? Well, I mean, I, yeah, I like the sound of invention for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, but I think okay. So what about like say for me, I have an open uh, floor plan kind of thing, so I don't have an enclosed. And most well, people do. Your have, whole apartment's gonna have to go down to thirty four degrees if it's just slightly ajar. If you wake up in the middle of the night uh, shivering, you'll know that your fridge is open, but your eggs won't be bad. You'll know, they'll, 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 st they'll stay good. Well, like the hamburgers that you set in there to uh, to chill before you put the, the lid back on, if you've cooked like a whole 
pound of beef, they, right. they'll be fine. They, you won't have bacteria. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, next invention is uh, we all hate it when uh, you take a bath and the bath water is all dark and gross from Ugh. all of your filth. So that's why I've developed brown colored bubble bath. <laughs> That is is disgustingly genius. It really is. So you don't know. Is this uh, my own filth? Is it the bubble bath? I don't care. You can't tell. I don't care. It's it's not a concern anymore. Uh, But I mean, who take, I mean, I know people take baths to relax, (laughs) but when's the last time you actually took a bath? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while, but uh, I mean, and I think about it like, I don't actually, I don't even have a tub anymore. Oh, you don't? My current place has no tub, and uh, for some people, they would be like, no, I'm not going to live there, but I, I, didn't, I didn't mind. Do you even think about it? I was like, whatever. You're not a tub guy. Yeah. I'm not, I don't. I mean, I could see, like, occasionally, like, having a relaxing bath, but not really. Like, I know yeah. when I do it, I feel really good. Like, my skin feels good, but it's it's so much work. But then, but then like, after a little, like, 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, I, I need to get out of here. Yeah, it's a lot of work for just sitting yeah. there and in your own filth and, like, <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to relax and you're supposed to have all these, you know, all this stuff that goes in there. Now, here's what it is. If you have a girlfriend who sets it up for you, that's great because oh, she's got all the stuff. Good. Just do it at her house. You know do what I mean? at her house. Yes, because yeah. girls usually do want the bath, so. And then that's what you say. Bath. On dating yeah. apps, could you put that as a as a caveat? Like, hey, do you have like if things do you have progress? Do you have a? Do you, do you, would you draw me a bath? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, you know, um, when I make spaghetti, I always have a hard time getting it perfectly al dente, and it's not easy to do. So, and I know a lot of people have this problem. That's why I've developed a pre cooked spaghetti subscription. You get an envelope of spaghetti delivered to you pre cooked <laughs> once a month. Okay. What that isn't is is it that hard? I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Maybe I mean your name is Eddie Barella. You'd think you'd have the spaghetti thing down. I mean, your name rhymes with spaghetti. Well, you, you, you know that should I, be uh, your thing. You know, I'm Eddie. I'm a professional with spaghetti. I I, I get uh, distracted though. You know, I I should set a timer or something, but I always think, oh, I'll just I'll have it in my head, and then I, I check it, and it's just slightly too soft. I like it to be okay perfectly. But, but honestly, you know, though, it, you definitely, if you do this, the club would have to be called Eddie Spaghetti, right? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and speaking of being in the kitchen, we all hate doing dishes, so that's why I've developed the ultimate kitchen accessory. Uh, once you're done with your dishes. What you do is you take them and you put all of your pots and pans inside of this receptacle. Never think about it again. And what it is is a, a slightly larger trash can than the one you currently have today. <laughs> what? And then what? Somebody comes and picks it up or it just goes to the garbage? Well, you, you have to rebuy your your stuff. You, you don't have to do any dishes, though, is the, is right. the perk. So. You just, you just, so you just throw it and then... The, yeah. Is it a special I, garbage man that comes and pick this this up, or is it like I, well, that, I don't know how that works. <laughs> you uh, it but out. I do I do know that you know most people would uh, throw away their pots and pans if it wouldn't hog the trash can, <laughs> right? And all the space. So that's have, the only reason space. they don't throw their. That's the only reason people are like, ah, oh, now I gotta wash this because so, what else am I gonna do with it? So really, you're just you're just inventing a bigger trash can. Yes, that's what it's called, <laughs> bigger trash can. <laughs> And while we're in the kitchen and talking about all this, uh, boiling water is always just a hassle. That's why I'm going to be selling boiling water in a can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, 
what? You just is? go to your grocery store, you pick it, took it off the shelf, and it, pre-boiled. It, it's it's, it's ready to go. You open it up with the can opener, and it's already boiling. How come nobody's doing this? Uh, how would you do it though? Is it just like well, have to be piping hot at all times? I don't understand. The how always comes after the oh, idea. I'm the uh, idea right. person, then I'm going to stick my engineers then on Then you it. take it to the lab, and then they have yes. to figure it out. Right. I'm or they're say, fired. Figure it out, you stupid scientist. <laughs> um, well, there's so so when you, after you uh, shave, uh, guys have this problem all the time. You get hair trimmings all over your bathroom sink. That, you now, know what? The dumbest invention horrible. I think I've seen. Is yeah. that the 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 beard bib? That's <laughs> that they, dumb. That they, no, that you're supposed to like have suction cups, and you're supposed yes. to put them on your, your the suction cup. Go to the your mirror. Yeah, that's oh, so and it's stupid. It's supposed to be around your neck and stuck to the mirror, and like, and then you can shave and let all the trimmings like drop in this stupid bib. It's now that that thing, that thing like that treats the symptom but not the disease. Right. So I have created a patented flammable face lotion that you oh. put on your face, okay. and you take any uh, household match or lighter and you ignite, and never have to worry about growing facial hair on your face because of third degree burn. Oh, is it? I, I thought that's what Nair was. Nair would just burn <laughs> yeah. all is of that the what hair. It is? Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is Nair still uh, a thing? Because people used I, to like, I don't know. Uh, there was, I don't know, because I think I did a radio bit where we all the guys on the show nared uh, and and wore <laughs> short shorts or something. I can't remember. I, I bet it's still a thing. Maybe it is. I don't sure. know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was um, disgusting. It was like chemicals that burnt your hair. Right. It was gross. Uh, one of the biggest problems plaguing society these days: stairs. <laughs> stairs. So <laughs> well, yeah. I say, uh, and everyone else says. No to stairs with mm-hmm. the tuck and roll bubble. So you jump in and you relax as the quarter inch layer of cotton protects you and your descent to the bottom. Um, what about going up the? Because st- I mean, I live on a high floor, and if my elevator goes out, it's a trek, you know. Like there, well, we haven't solved going up the stairs, but we have what, solved going down. What about like a pulley system? Them. Like maybe a pulley system where you get in like a raft. That could you, work. And you grab a rope and you just pull yourself up. Right. <laughs> Or yeah, that could work. That could work. It uh, seems like that seems like more work than just actually just walking up the <laughs> stairs. Yeah, <right. laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, the ideas have to start somewhere. Right. Uh, I, I, this is uh, an elevator pitch of an idea. How about okay. this one? Oh, uh, yes. Get a little buzz while you're doing laundry with Tide Pod jelly shots. <laughs> what? Tide Pod Jelly Jello made, shots. Made Jello by shots. Tide, Excuse me. Or just like, Tide Pod Jello shots, not okay. jelly shots. Jello shots. Shots of jelly. It's, it's a new thing. <laughs> jelly shots. <laughs> uh, okay, last one. Did you one. have that for breakfast on toast? Jelly shots. <laughs> jelly shots. <laughs> Smear that on a bagel. The intern completely ruined that one. Oh, Carl! Damn, damn it, Carl! Damn it, Carl! Uh, finally, we know that listening to podcasts is great. Everybody's listening to them, but there are too many to choose from. So introducing Podcast Pal. Podcast Pal is a stand-in who will take your place at any dinner party on your behalf to talk about the latest episodes of Mark Marin, This American Life, The John Lovitz Podcast, Christy Alley Unleashed, <laughs> Richard Carnes Carnival, or Dr. Drew's Double Dip Stick. So there you go. Uh, 
Are those real podcasts? I don't know. Richard Carnes Carnival, I know, is. I don't know about oh, the other oh, ones. <laughs> Dr. Drew's dipstick? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Dr. Drew's a dipstick. Uh, Seems a little anyways, low brow for Dr. Drew. I don't know. <laughs> Dr. Drew's dipstick. I don't know what he talks about that one, but okay. <laughs> Oh, good. You're still paying attention. It's Mood Killers. Mood Killers. Mood Killers. Eddie, you know, I have a new tooth. Uh, I'm a proud wow. owner of a brand new tooth. Congratulations. If you've, what year uh, is it? <laughs> it's a 2020 tooth. Are you leasing? Uh, no, I bought. I, uh, oh, wow. I, I, yeah, I ended up uh, doing it. Well, you know, I, I, I've told this story and I've told parts of it. Uh, but I haven't uh, talked about it since the uh, procedure was complete. But, um, you know, I lost my tooth as a kid. And every uh, few years, you have to get it maintained because um, essentially I had the real root of my tooth in my mouth. And they would just uh, jam a crown on there and call it good. And, t- and I'll be honest, the last time the last guy did, and I don't want to mention his name because I, I don't believe he's with us anymore. But yeah, good, don't 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 talk about Mark Johnson. I mean, <laughs> he's a good. He was a good dentist. Damn it, he was a nice guy. Uh, but I, yeah. I kind of looked more, to, in my opinion, looked a little bit more like a just a chiclet was jammed in there. Okay, and I didn't. So do you, why why do you think he? Uh, do you think he didn't take the, his time, or do you think he just wasn't a talented uh, dentist artiste? Well, he had like a, a rare blood disease. And shortly after uh, he worked so you're on blam- me. So he's blaming his medical condition on his <laughs> crappy work. And it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't that bad. I'm probably exaggerating. It just, in my opinion, didn't look as real as maybe it could have. And they utilized, yeah. uh, my, the root of my tooth was still engaged. And they had to whittle it down uh, because for years I just had a chipped tooth. And then they whittled that down and put a crown on it. And so that was, that was what I had. And then recently, uh, maybe even on the day of my, like my last day of employment at the place you and I worked with together, uh, the tooth just fell out when I woke up in the morning <laughs> and I, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't eat it. Cause you know, the result of that right. is, you know, just use like a, a, a happen. You go through it twice. Nobody wants that. And, well. and anyway, so, uh, the whole process, I was really kind of freaked out because dental stuff isn't cheap usually. And so you always have that paranoia of going in and going, okay, how much is it going to cost today? Well, it's going to only going to cost you 10 grand. No big deal. Right. But I was really surprised. The insurance covered most of the process. The, I wasn't a candidate for what's a, a, a dental implant that everybody gets. So he suggested a bridge and it sounds to me, I don't know when you say that, it sounds like, you know, uh, uncle, uh, uncle's funny tooth that he can pull out at a party, you know, <laughs> but a, yeah. a bridge, essentially they whittle down two teeth, they put on three crowns and then the tooth that's in the middle is the one that uh, gets held up by the other teeth. And, um, that's what he did. And honestly, it looks it, better it's like than holding up a drunk friend at a party. Friends. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. My middle tooth <laughs> is a drunk friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go home so- tooth. So, and, and the dentist, I can tell you, this guy is an artiste. I mean, I've had a lot of procedures like this done in my life because like I said, I lost this when I was a kid, uh, at 16. And so, um, he, even the, like the back of the tooth looks 
perfect. Like it looks so real to look at me. You'd never be like, Hey, the back of the tooth. Yeah. Like I looked in, a, I look, took a mirror and okay. I looked in it and, and it looks, it looks perfect. Like is that you, so when you're getting curb stomped, the uh, person <laughs> who's doing it gets a, <laughs> they get to see the back of the tooth and they go, oh, beautiful work. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's important because you think about it, like my tongue goes there. So it's smooth. I've had teeth that like had okay. indentations that were weird or like it was rough on the back. Like I, and, and, uh, and this is just like smooth. It's, it's so great. And, but the weird thing mm. about it is a bridge, like it says, you have the drunk friends in the middle, but you can't floss it like you normally floss. What you have to do is you have to get this stuff called super floss and you poke the end of the floss through the top and thread it through your mouth and do it over the top of the tooth. Oh. So it's really okay. weird. And then like you kind of have to, you know, tug down on it a little bit, not a lot, but it's a weird sensation to like be tugging down on your teeth with a floss. That is strange. Yeah. So, but honestly, it's fantastic because before this, even with like the crown and everything, my tooth was still a little bit like fragile and I couldn't bite yeah, down like on an apple or anything. And now it's just like having a, a real tooth again. So you can bite into apples. That's right. Which is so before were you having to cut up the apples? Yes. Or chew, okay. chew to the side, which is embarrassing and, you know, like weird. So that that's that's cool. So I feel like uh, I, like I have a bionic tooth now, like I've got a new lease on life. I feel more confident. And and the other thing is, is I, I have this lip. It's like a like, I don't know, like it's like a Fred Flintstone lip, my top lip. So it covers most of my mouth anyway. So you rarely ever see my front teeth anyway. But now if you do, if you get a little tip you get, slip. You get in there. Yeah, if you get a little yeah. tooth tip slip. Yeah, tip slip. Man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look. It, the, <laughs> and, it, and it feels and looks uh, natural. And I think the, the, the miracle of modern dentistry is amazing. It is. Wow. Well, uh, congratulations to you and uh, your doctors did an amazing job. <laughs> but Should now, you give them a plug? Uh, no, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> the, the, I will. This is Maybe a, you can get a free fluoride treatment next time. Well, they, they're, they're so good to me. And they did, they do send a text occasionally if I would give them a review on Google. And I'm not embarrassed okay. of that, but I don't want. The thing is about me is like I'm on the radio and I do stuff publicly and I wouldn't want people to like read more of my Google yeah. reviews. You know, like I, that. Know, I, I hate that. Cause, so cause, when, you, when you review on Google, it does show your first name or your, you know, or your, well, your, yeah, your and, Google account. And I'm okay with all that, that stuff because, you know, I keep all the, everything private as I can on those accounts, but my apartment has asked me a couple of times if I do a Google review and I'm like, but then people would know where I live. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm tired of people asking me to review stuff. Yeah, I don't want to review. Leave me alone. But I, you know, for them, I almost would, this dentist, because he's so good. And, and honestly, he worked with me because this was, this, this took place like right when I was being let go from my job and I didn't know what would be covered by insurance and they got it so I could utilize all of the available insurance to me for the entire procedure because they put in, they, they set out a plan and we agreed to it 
And so then they submitted it all to insurance right before my insurance cut off. So they got That's every, cool. every droplet go. of dental insurance. So I basically, it yeah, I, I, it, it didn't cost me that much out of pocket. And I was really surprised because, you know, I was expecting a lot more and they did a great job and they were super nice. And I, you know, here's the thing. When you have a tooth that's bad or something you think is going to go on or something's falling out of your head, you feel bad, you know? And yeah. And, and, uh, and I'm a person. I mean, it's not, it's not good for your confidence and you just like, you just feel, you don't feel whole. Like there's a piece of your body missing. Right. It's, and re- it's not, liter- it's not, it's weird. And literally it was, I mean, it was missing. It was a tooth. Yeah. But I, yeah, right. but, but leading up to this during the pandemic, I knew it was like kind of loose. So I knew it was, it was time to, you know, update the situation, but I'm like, I don't know how much this is going to cost, you know, like out of pocket or whatever. And, uh, now I, you know, like when you actually know something, you feel a little bit of relief, like, oh, it's not going to devastate me financially. And, uh, and I I can have my life again, you know? So, well, you know, this is such a pleasant experience for you that maybe we should pull out another one of your teeth and (laughs) do it all over again. Mood killers. I've developed a pre-cooked spaghetti subscription. You get an envelope of spaghetti delivered to you pre-cooked once a month. Eddie Baroa. Definitely, if you do this, the club would have to be called Eddie Spaghetti, right? <laughs> yes. Marconi Baloney. Like it has suction cups, and it's supposed to be around your neck and stuck to the mirror, and then you can shave and let all the trimmings drop in this stupid bib. It's the dumbest thing ever. Mood killers. So, Marconi, I recently moved, as uh, you know, uh, you know this. Yeah, you live in a biosphere now. like Biodome. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, And to get into my biodome, I, I decided to hire some movers. Yes. You know. You grow your own beans, right? In the biodome, I do grow beans. I do yeah. grow beans. I uh, so, so I hired these movers, you know, just mainly because... I am far too sexy and can't stand to build any more muscle. It would just be a sh- just too much. Well, how many times do we have to move before we're just like, hey, look, no more. Let, let's let somebody else do this. That, that is, that's sort of it. Like, you get to the point where you're just like, no more. No more. I've been moving since I, when I was in school as a kid, I moved every single year. And like, oh, yeah. went to a different school every year. All that kind of stuff. So, in radio... You, you do the same thing about every two or three years. And so, uh, and, but Eddie, you've had the same jobs and you choose to move every couple of years. Yeah. I, I have had various life situations, you know, you, you meet a, uh, a woman and then she, uh, you know, you need to find a place with her and have your heart uh, ripped out and stomped on about three times. But remember the love of your life when you moved out of your parents' house when you were a husky teen? And, uh, yeah. and, and she, <laughs> and she, Husky Teen, by the way, that's the name of my band in, uh, school when I first started right, out. Husky Teen. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, um, but, uh, but she broke your heart and then you decided you're never, you, you're never going to live with another woman. Right. Yeah. And then I did it, uh, two more times. And so, <laughs> you know, uh, I, so I hired movers anyways for this, uh, this move, you know, and the, the hiring of the manual labor, like your Roman emperor isn't cheap. 
but it, you know, but like, but like I said, like we were saying, we're kind of over it. So, and I've also burnt out my friends a lot over the years with all these moves. <laughs> like, hey, can you help me move? And you know, oh my god, you can only ask. You can only play that card so many times. So I've, I've had somebody yeah. move me across the country voluntarily. They, they, they that's did. very nice. That's yeah. very well. And that I, across the country is a little bit uh, less of a commitment in my. It opinion, really is. You're right. You're already packed up, and he's just showing up to show for you, and that's fine. That's just, that's a fun thing. Well, he wasn't he wasn't packing any and unloading boxes, was he? Yeah, yeah, he he did the oh, whole thing. Okay. But I would the, have opted out of that part. But here's the thing: when you move across town, yeah, exactly. When you move across town, you have little or no time in between. Yes, exercising yes, it's, the it's, lifting it's and stuff. And so, but when you move across country, it goes on a truck. You you drive yeah. for days, and then you do it again when you're unpacking. Because it would spread it out. Yeah. With the local move, you're just, you're fatigued. You're just, you want to drop dead. It's just nonstop. Yeah. It's just ridiculousness. Even with the movers, it was one of the most exhausting days of my life. So these, these movers come over to my old place, three dudes, they're doing a great job. They're like wrapping every, like they went a little overboard, but I didn't really say anything. Maybe they're just killing time because, you know, they're paid by the hour, but they were wrapping everything in blankets. They were loading stuff on the dollies. They were eating messy corn dogs over my fine china. Everything was going <laughs> fine. And uh, we get to the second destination, my my new place. Your your palace. You live in a palace. Yes, in Taj Mahal. Uh, the, the, the guys are uh, about uh, three quarters done unpacking. And then the main boss guy, he uh, he set me aside and uh, he tells me uh, my, uh, my 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 uh, two guys over here the they work for tips. Uh, they like a hundred. Oh, I hate that. Uh, and uh, and I and he says I work for tips too. So we all and so he he laid it out there a hundred to two dollars, two hundred dollars each. He he is uh, essentially asking for and demanding as a tip. And I'm doing the math in my head. So when I add this all together, I mean, like I'm my my moving expense just doubled itself. Right. And I, you know, I've I was gonna tip. I was thinking, you know, like fifty bucks each, but this guy says no, hundred to two hundred dollars. They should each. And, and and if their boss, if the guy that brings them together, like whoever the company is, knew that they were doing this, they'd be fired. Like unless this is the Don't guy. Don't you think? Yeah, because because this is this I, has happened I mean, to me before too. That was that was not like the main guy. That was uh, you know he was definitely not the main guy. He was a uh, just an employee of this business. And what I hate it, is. It, it, when you're in the yeah. middle of the move and you find out that one of the guys is, you know, just got out of prison or something. <laughs> like, I mean, that, that is the risk you take. That is the risk you take. And and moving alone, I was a little bit worried about that. So I, I made sure to hide all my valuables. How do you ask, like, hey, could we do a background check on these people? What's going on here? The company that I hired, they say we do background checks, but you know, what if, uh, what if one of your workers murdered somebody three weeks ago after they got the job and you don't know about it? Well, and the thing, the thing too, it's not on the record yet. <laughs> it's not on the record yet. It's the record hasn't caught up yet. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and they know where you live now. They know all of your stuff, and so like if, so they've kind of got you in a weird position when they do that in the middle of the move too, because. They know yeah. all of your secrets. They know how to get in your house. Yes. They they know what your where your stuff is. It's it's really creepy. And to say that 
Like to suggest and, it. And, and you're, you're vulnerable too. You're exhausted and you're in a position of powerlessness because these guys, they have literally your whole life in their truck and they're handling it and they're moving it around. And, uh, you're really, it, and it, it really was a, a rude situation. I thought, so yeah. I, 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 so instead I was like, I'm not going to give you guys cash. I, I offered uh, them each. Instead, they were able to take a random box of mine. <laughs> so they could, it would either have uh, valuable computer equipment, maybe expired medication. Uh, you don't know what you're going to find. Wow. Because you're not going to miss it. By the, you see, you're moving. You probably yeah. have already forgotten everything that you've packed in any of the boxes. So right. whatever they take, you're just going to be like, right. I don't know what happened. I lost it in the move. You know, whatever. Avoid a home invasion in six months. I tipped them each a hundred bucks, that's and good. I did not feel good about it. Yeah, that's a lot. And and it's for them to suggest it, like, what other service do they tell you to tip them? No, there's no. It, it's just a weird. It's creepy, and that should be against the law. I mean, it should. I think it is against the law, probably. I, I'm them. sure it's against their company policy at the very least. And then the next day, the guy texts me. And speaking of demanding reviews, he gave me literally six links to Google, to the Better Business Bureau, to all these websites. Oh. Saying, uh, Please rate and review. We hope you did a great job for you. Our My personal success is based on the amount of reviews. I, and I was like, dude, I, I already tipped you $100. I'm not going to do anything else. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you want me to pay for it? I, I, yeah. Now I have a full-time job of filling out surveys all damn day. <laughs> I gave you money. Yes. Leave me alone. Listen to previous episodes of Mood Killers wherever you find your audio content.